celebrating 25 years of Jaguars football. Mark Brunel with a masterful run of 29 yards, and the clock continues to run. It is Thursday, October 31st. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. And now, a guy who's going out tonight as bangers and mash, J.P. Shedrick. That's certainly on the menu this weekend. I'm not sure what that means for Halloween. Welcome in Jaguars Happy Hour, J.P. Shedrick, Jeff Logaman, and assorted guests as we move along here. What's up, Logs? Nothing. Have you ever had bangers and mash? Yeah. What, what exactly it's is it? It's a for the sausage people? and mashed potatoes. All right. All right, that's the meat and potatoes. I'm all about meat and potatoes. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, look at me. Yeah, look at, look <laughs> I'm at all you. about it, too. Look at you. <laughs> right. Jeez. <laughs> Here's what we're getting to today on the program. Jags headed to London tonight, in fact. They'll be there Friday morning for the Texans-Jaguars matchup at Wembley Stadium on Sunday. And this is the start of, I mean, this is the most important month of the season for the Jaguars, certainly. The AFC South preview for the weekend. We'll take a look at that. Uh, coming up. Let's start with the London trip here. Can we Seventh start time. with the uh, World Series, by the way? I mean, the Nats as your team. Good? All of a sudden, you're a baseball fan well, again. I look, Funny I, how I, that works when the Nationals win. I am, I am seriously, I, I'm not a Nats fan, I'm, but I, I like baseball. I grew up playing baseball, love baseball. So, wait awesome. a minute, you, you grew up around there, though. So, I did. who was your team? Well, I, I really did. I mean, I wasn't much of a fan of baseball, like watching baseball. That's Joe Fortunato, by the yes, way. Yes, that's Joe. Hey, happy Halloween, shows. everyone. Uh, but, you know, Cal Ripken, the Orioles, Joe, right? I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, isn't that like the team around? But I can tell you this, yes. though. When I was growing up as a kid, I distinctly remember my brother had a Washington Senators baseball card. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I remember as a kid growing up going, Washington Senators, who are they? Because, you know, they didn't play, you know, when I was growing up. So I was like, I had no idea who they were. But am I a Nats fan? No, but I like watching good baseball games, and that's the first – baseball game that I watched all year long. Pretty good one. That was a yeah. good one now. Turn it about the seventh inning. That was, that was a really good game. And, uh, now, I know you guys want to get back into it. JP, you'll appreciate this. Okay. Tad Dickman, yes. uh, guru of PR around here, who is definitely a Nets fan. Totally Grew up Nets in that fan. area. Told me about a tweet he saw, which, you know, as a Phillies fan, I'm kind of, but I get it. and It's hilarious. It said, I tried to call uh, Bryce Harper last night, but there was no ring. Oh, dear. <laughs> Wow. Got I him. hate it, but it's pretty funny. <laughs> that is Got pretty him. good. Got that him. is pretty good. But uh, congratulations to the Nationals and uh, and all the fans and Washington and fans of the Nationals, the former Montreal Expos, right, JP? You're a baseball correct. guy. That's correct. But uh, cool game, a very exciting game. And how about that? Talk about road warriors. First, uh, every road team won in the World Series. First time ever, ever in World Series history. And, uh, and I know this is a Jaguar show, but, folks, that's worth mentioning, I think. This is pretty cool stuff. Well, Thursday through Sunday, Houston's going to have a, a bad week. <laughs> that's, exactly I like that. I, that's exactly what I was thinking. I like that. You know, their, their quarterback is, uh, got kicked in the eye. He mm-hmm. wasn't able to do the pregame festivities to, to give them a, a send-off into a victory. That's so, right. That's uh, right. At the World Series. He was supposed to holler, play ball or something. He was supposed to say that. Yeah. And then because of the eye issue, the mm-hmm. football team said, we don't think you should do that. And he did not do that. So uh, it's going to be a tough week for the fans of Houston. I like that. Yeah, because he's, he's banged up. They lost the World Series. J.J. Watt's done for the year. It's their first trip to London. They'll be without sleep. It's And the Jags are going to beat them. The, I can't the, wait. The, uh, the 
mental health hotline in Houston is, <laughs> is ringing off the hook. Quite a week. Well, you'd rather be in the World Series and lose it than not be there at all, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. I guess you could say that. Yeah. But it probably doesn't feel like that if you're not today. an Astro right now. Not today. No. Uh, London trip. Seventh time for the Jaguars there. Three and three record. Dropped the first two with teams that were just so young and inexperienced that – they didn't really have a, a true chance in those games. And wait a minute, then, wait a minute. You're talking about the Jaguars early on? The 2013 and 14 Jaguars? Blown out, JP. Yes, bad Blown losses. out. Bad football team. And, and when you talk about experience of traveling, back then it didn't matter whether you had experience or not because you didn't have a very good football team. Correct. Good football teams travel, travel well. And now that this team has gotten better roster-wise and better as a team, they've been traveling better. And uh, and it's been an amazing progression through now, which will be seven years of this game, mm-hmm. and that we've seen it. When we first went there, we hardly saw any Jaguars jersey whatsoever. Mm-hmm. All you saw was a multitude of other jerseys. Now you're seeing Jaguar jerseys, and that's the cool thing. The evolution of this game has been nothing short of amazing, and uh, and I look forward to it every year. Jags won three in a row and then lost last year against the Eagles. And uh, the, the environment's just, you know, as you said, the, the jerseys are everywhere. What, what would you say, I mean, the positives of this trip for the Jags is that they know what's going on now. They know the routine of it. Uh, the negatives are that it is a strenuous travel trip still, even with the sleep and the rest and all that and trying to figure that out. Uh, it's a quick turnaround. But um, it's going to be on the schedule for the foreseeable future. I mean, they're not going to stop playing in London. No, I, I, first of all, uh, it, this is a huge advantage for the Jaguars as a football team, having traveled to London multiple times. The Houston Texans, this is their first time over to London. And, yes, it matters that you've been there and haven't been there. And, look, last year was a, a football team kind of in disarray that went over to London. They had the issues on Friday night. That's right. There was a lot of bad things happening over there and, and with the football team overall in 2018 and and I think this is a much different team I think this is a team that's very excited that has an opportunity to get right back in the hunt of a division race if you get this win all of a sudden then you're going to the bye week and you're not going to lose during the bye week and then all of a sudden you go on the road to play a couple division opponents in Indianapolis and then to the Tennessee Titans and all of a sudden you could come out of the next month and coming back to TIA Bank as the division leader I mean, holy cow. Yeah, right. And, uh, look, I know that there's a lot of people wanting to talk about what's going to happen with the quarterback, but to me, the, the, who knows what's going to happen to the quarterback. If Gardner Minshew all of a sudden gets hot, hey, keep on rolling. Uh, if Nick Foles has been amazing in practice and is going to give you a lift on, in certain areas that Gardner Minshew couldn't, hit Nick Foles into the end of the game, let's roll with him. Yeah. You know, it's, it's exciting times. That's part of this huge month, as you mentioned, all the division games and everything. The quarterback battle goes into that as well. Uh, but the, the whole point about this month, though, Logs, is if you don't get through this month, December isn't going to matter, right? Uh-huh. I mean, you you yeah. got to get through I mean, this the, month. The November flip, is what it's all about. The flip side of that, you know, if you, if you don't go to London and take care of business and then you're on the road, a couple division games – uh, then all of a sudden you could be returning back home to TIA Bank with a lot of games that are that are meaningless and one in four in the division or whatever. So at that point. Uh, this is imperative, and I, and I think this is uh, this is a great opportunity for a lot of reasons this week, uh, really. And uh, we do a uh, we contribute to a column every week that uh, is what John Osher puts out on Jaguars.com. Who? It's, 
Johnny O. Oh, oh, him. Yes, yeah. I've heard of him. Yes. Yeah, he's famous. He's all over the internet. Famous, yeah. and uh, it's what the experts think. And and I just got done writing. I mean, look, uh, Jaguars have a huge advantage traveling to London multiple times, and this is the first trip for the Houston Texans. The Texans' defense is they've got issues. J.J. Watt is now on injury reserve. He was their huge playmaker. They already traded Jadavian Clowney to the Seattle Seahawks before the season even got going, which he was their most dynamic playmaker on their on that football team the last couple of years, even J.J. Watt being on the roster. And now they've got injuries in the secondary. So this is a great opportunity to take advantage of a Texans defense that is only a small percentage of what it used to be in a Texans offense that has – a great MVP candidate quarterback in Deshaun Watson, but he's like Superman. He's got not a lot of help around him. I mean, Hopkins is a great wide receiver. Don't don't get me wrong. The running game has been pretty solid for the Houston Texans. Yes. The offensive line for the Houston Texans, which has been an issue over the last couple of years, still is an is an issue for this football team. And the Jaguars, their strength defensively is up front. And you're coming off a game where you had eight sacks, three guys had multi sack games. Hey. Time to time to make some hay against these Houston Texans offensive linemen. You got to get a lead early to really help that out, though, right? If you can get if you can jump on them and get a two score lead or so, you know, early in this game, then you can really get that pass well, rush rolling. I don't know if you necessarily need to have a two score lead. Well, get it an advantage. You just, yeah, you need to keep the game close, and yeah. if you have an advantage, yeah, that works to your advantage. So and then uh, then Minshew is able to take advantage of it. You know, look, uh, I, I think he's uh, he's a marvelous player. He's arguably coming off his best game yet as a pro. Gardner, I thought so. Yeah. I thought that his performance yeah. last week was was tremendous. I thought he showed poise in the pocket. He managed the game. He protected the ball with the exception of one time of a blindside sack. He, he extended the play and found DJ Chark on a great play. Uh, an impromptu play to, to Conley for 70 yards and a touchdown, which was his longest touchdown throw and Conley's longest catch ever. I mean, that's all good stuff. And, uh, and Minshew mania just got bigger from that game. And, in fact, uh, today <laughs> was uh, at my daughter's school, and they have the annual Halloween parade. Yes. Guess which was the most prevalent Halloween costume uh, in the parade? Pretty easy guess. It was Gardner Minshew. Yeah. There were yeah. seven Gardner Minshews in the parade, <laughs> okay? And uh, the total of NFL other player, other NFL players, there was two. Patrick Mahomes okay. was one. Yeah. Leonard Fournette was the other. Okay. And I was shocked because in years past, Tom Brady's been pretty big. Not anymore. Not this year. Not in Duval. We finally well, got no. some parents that are raising their kids right at that school. <laughs> I'm curious to see how many are like that in London, if it's really taken off over I, there I can, as well. I can tell you, JP, I actually posed that question earlier this week on, on one of our other radio shows mm -hmm. and immediately got responses back on Twitter from fans over in the U.K., and they were sending me pictures of their bandanas and their mustaches and said, Minshew Mania is alive and well in the U.K. Looking forward to seeing you when you get here. It's a trip, so man. It's, it's, it's over there, too. It's a trip. You know, and that's, uh, that's going to make the, the decision very exciting coming up. If he continues to play and play well, is there, is there another true – is there a guy that can beat him for Offensive Rookie of the Year if he keeps this pace? No. I don't think so. No. 
Not name me another There's rookie not. in the National Football League that's playing at a high level. On the offensive side like this, I don't think you so. Know, he, he, here's the thing. But kudos to Dave Caldwell. I mean, think about it. You have the NFL's best pass rusher in Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Okay, He's, what, uh, seven sacks now? Yes. Leading the NFL rookies and then ranking-wise, he is now seventh in the National Football League. Him and Bosa are the same, yes. Who and Nick Bosa. Bosa, they're yeah. both at seven. Both at seven, yep. And, uh, and then you have the best rookie quarterback playing in the league right now. Yep. Six-round pick. Yes. It's amazing, right? Kyler Murray, what? He, let, me, let me check. Oh, yeah, he was first overall. And don't forget your, um, your second-round pick, right tackles, playing pretty well, he's too. The best, he's the, the best. I think he's the best offensive lineman playing in the league right now. He's gone against Cameron Jordan, J.J. Watt. I mean, you name it. He's played against them all. And I'm just telling you, he is, he is going to be a perennial Pro Bowl right tackle. That's all from this draft class. Amazing. So, now we've seen draft classes like this before. I mean, this is on the way to being one of the greats in Jaguars history, obviously. Uh, you could go back to the, the Jalen Miles unique draft, but with all the Jalen stuff lately, that might tone that draft no, down because, a little because bit. No, because you still are adding to that draft with future picks. You've got picks. two first-round picks coming up and a fourth-round pick that are going to make that draft even better. That's a good point. So, uh, yeah. So, they're right there, though. I mean, pretty close. Yeah, they're very, they're very close. And, obviously, what you do with those draft picks are going to determine which one's going to be better. But, I mean, that's, that's the kind of drafting – that you need year in and year out. If you can do that consistently, you're going to be able to build a, a nucleus of players that can you can be a consistent winner, which is what everybody in the league strives for, consistent winning. Back in a moment, we've got some special guests joining us. Ashlyn Sullivan from Jaguars.com. You've heard of her. She's all over the place. She'll join us next. We'll preview the Jags and the Texans coming up in London. Prior to each game, entertain guests in air-conditioned suites of the public's ultimate tailgate party presented by Party Shack. Visit jacksvillage.com and reserve your suite today. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Hi, folks. Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ford's SUV season is here. If you're looking for the brand with more SUVs on the road today, get a Ford. If you're looking for hands-free tech and spacious seating, get a Ford. And if you're looking for the best deal of the season, get a Ford during SUV season. But hurry, these deals won't last long. Get to your local Ford dealer or learn more at buyfordnow.com. Based on IHS market total vehicles and operation as of October 2018 for all CUV and SUV segments. 
This NFL season, the pregame starts at Dunkin' for DD Perks members. Because this game day, Dunkin' is offering Jaguars fans a $1 medium hot or iced coffee. So don't just celebrate your team's success from the sidelines. Head to Dunkin' and start celebrating before the game even begins. You heard that right, Jaguars fans. Dunkin' is giving you some extra fuel to cheer on your team. So this game day, it's easy for you to get a kick before kickoff. The Jaguars and America run on Duncan. Excludes cold brew. Limited one per member. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Headquartered right here in Jacksonville, the CSI Companies is one of the fastest growing staffing firms in the nation. As a proud partner of your Jacksonville Jaguars, CSI knows how important it is to find the right people for your team. See why some of Jacksonville's top companies choose CSI for their staffing needs. Visit thecsicompanies.com or call 800-582-0828 today. That's 800-582-0828 for the CSI companies. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is ready to be your home team for home lending. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current one, we have the nationwide expertise in competitive rates, along with a wide range of mortgage solutions to help you achieve your home lending goals. Team up with a TIAA Bank mortgage expert today. Visit TIAABank.com slash lending team TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, Equal Housing Lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars Happy Hour rolls along. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman, Ashlyn Sullivan will be in shortly. Brian Sexton Hola. is in now. Hello. I am. Hi, how are you? How are you? Good. What's happening? I got a teal shirt. It's not the same teal shirt. I hope you guys like it. Close enough. Yeah. hope you like diversity. Good enough. Yeah. What's happening? Oh, All good. London. Coming Exciting. up, man. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm ready to go. I've got this thing down. You, you probably do, too. It's harder for you because you can't get comfortable in that regular seat. No. Although no. you have the bulkhead, so you can stretch those yeah, big, I get, long I get, legs yeah, out a It's a bit. bulkhead without a wall. I have to climb over him. and He's snoring in the middle of the night. i got to go to the bathroom. Left leg, right leg. Don't step on him. Wake him up. The, uh, <laughs> the, the first year, I'll never forget when we were going to London, we get on this plane, which is a huge Virgin Atlantic. Longest plane in the world. It's a monster. Yeah, it's an A340-600. Which it's uh, how many passengers total the ballpark? Uh, like is that six hundred four hundred something? Yeah, okay, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. Okay, so we get on the plane, and then they have name tags on all the seats with the little adhesive little sticker things, you know. And so we're walking to the back, you know, going past all the lay flats, which your players get. Oh yeah, they rightly, should. Right, right, makes sense. Yeah. And then also now you get out of the lay flats, then you come back to the regular seating, and then there's coaching. And then staff, and then in the back, you know, get back. To, we're in the back. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we're, 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 you know. Guests, cheerleaders, yeah. Yeah, we're, the broadcasters. We're back where the broadcasters are at. Mm-hmm. Okay. So walk back to the back, and there's two name tags. And because, you know, the, the way it's set up, if remember, correct me if I'm wrong, in the middle aisle or middle row, you have like five, yes. five chairs. And then you have a row on each side of the five. And then on the outside, you have two seats by the windows. Yeah. By the windows. Mm-hmm. So. These two seats in the bulkhead over here by the window, there's Baselli on one seat oh, and there's yeah. Lagerman on the other seat. And I said, please, somebody tell me <laughs> fix that this. this is a joke. Yeah. Help. Fix this now. Help. Yeah. Hamza. <laughs> right. And then Baselli ended up finding a seat, stealing a seat somewhere up. Of course. First yeah, 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 yeah. We, 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 we made it work. And, we know how uh, he is. Yeah, but it, uh, I, was, I was seriously going, wait a minute, eight or nine hours. Uh-uh. Uh, elbow to elbow with Tony Baselli, who snores like a bear, smells terrible, and uh, doesn't brush his teeth. Uh, no thanks. I have a Baselli story, too. <laughs> I, I sat next to him across the aisle, 
And the, the worst part about that wasn't the snoring. It was when the lady would come by with a tray of cookies, he would reach and take Hot them all. Cookies. Hot cookies. Yes. He would take the whole thing. It was like, well, hold on a sec. I mean, there's other people here. There are. You'd have to wait for her to go back to the oven to get it. He doesn't care. You didn't want to sit anywhere near him when the food came by because you weren't getting any of it. <laughs> you could smell it. You could see it. You couldn't taste it. Oh, But a good trip. Yeah. This is a, this is a good trip. Good and trip. I, I think good one of the things too, that uh, really has I thought last year, I was like, holy cow, was the, the change of the area around Wembley itself. Right. They keep building and construction. You, know, you and almost all kind can't of stuff even see the stadium. No, man. and you see what they're trying to do here, right? Put people around, live around Wembley Stadium. There's shops, there's restaurants, and there's people for every show. You know, they've got the arena there where there's always a concert, and the stadium where there's always an event. There's a soccer match or something going on there. But what they've done is they've built in their population, and that's that's what they're trying to do here is to put people around that'll go to shows at the uh, uh, Daly's Place and yeah. the Live and eat at the restaurants and shop in the shops. And and the minute I saw the cranes last year, I was stunned, like you. I was Crazy. like, whoa, where did this all yeah. come from? Right. And then I realized the master plan for Jacksonville is to try to build that same st- – you'll probably be able to see the stadium. It's not quite that. But you're going to have buildings everywhere, which means people in stores and revenue. Yeah, it's it's uh, it was it's definitely cool. a shocker, and and uh, and heck, even last year, and Brian, you know, there's a little workout room, and she, mm-hmm. everybody knows I, I'm a workout fiend, and so at this hotel we stay at, literally where the workout room is at, you're looking at Wembley, right? And there was literally a pathway, and then a small green hill, and then the road that goes around Wembley, and right where supply. you're going. You can't even see it anymore. They're building on this little square inches of grass. I mean, they're literally bulldozing that to build it. I'm going, wait a minute. There's no grass. There's no room there to build anything, but they're going to build something. You know, here in Florida, we make such a big deal about water drainage, obviously, because there's nowhere for it to sink into. So we have retention ponds everywhere. I don't know what they're doing there because there is no grass. There's nowhere for the water to go. It is all asphalt. Yeah, it's all asphalt. It's pretty amazing. And the other thing I think that has really, I mean, flabbergasted me was and it's from the very beginning is that you have a game that's go hey, what 80 85 85 yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and before the game okay you're sitting there and you're looking out over the the area of Wembley and you're like all right there's some people hanging out you know it's not tailgating because there's no parking none okay and you've seen some people and they're like where where are all these people going to come from i mean 85,000 plus where, where are they at the tube and then all of a sudden game day rolls around and wham here they are and then after the game, by the time we go to the buses, you're going it's a tumbleweeds yeah, rolling right. by. Yeah. They move them in, they move them out. There they out. go, in and out. Well, you did NFL Europe. Gone. You did NFL Europe. Did yeah. you ever do a game in Barcelona? Never in Barcelona. Well, so they, they had Camp Nou, which is where FC Barcelona plays, and they had a little mini Estadi where the Dragons played. And I was doing a Dragons game one day, and then all of a sudden, boom, everybody left. And I said, "Where'd everybody go?" 122,000 people just filed in to Camp Nou for the game. <laughs> there's no tailgating. There's no events. People in mass transportation get where they need to go. And if you ride the tube on a game day at Wembley, you see people. It's a kaleidoscope. There Total. are people in every jersey, every uniform. The first year we played there, we remember we went back downtown after the game and stayed at Grosvenor House. And my wife made the trip, and we were going back, and we met somebody. We walked the cars. We met somebody in every NFL shirt, hat uniform it was amazing which is what is the big draw to london the nfl has a built-in audience of people that love football and uh not only do you have uh, which of which back then it was every jersey but a jaguar right. in the first year right now it's become the jaguar jerseys are very prevalent and the main jerseys obviously 
And uh, and I think the other cool thing about it is when you get a chance to go and do these different fan events, which we've been able to do, we've all been able to do over the years, is that when you go to these events, you're meeting people from every country that there is in Europe. And they're all flying because this is their opportunity to watch Mm -hmm. an NFL game or to watch their team, which is now the Jaguars. It's just cool. Flying to London from the continent is like flying to Atlanta from anywhere east of the Mississippi. It's just exactly. easy. So everybody gets in and out of there. Um, you know what I think is, and I, I do, have you found Dehesa? No. In Carnaby Square? It's a little tapas place, roasted meat, red wine. I can't believe you haven't found it. Okay, that. well, you need to take me there for a Carnaby night. Square. Uh, I'll be there all day Saturday. In fact, I have told people, if you, you know, people go, hey, you know, we're, we're, how can we run into you? I'll be at Dehesa in uh, Carnaby Square, which, by the way, is like Diagon Alley. If you haven't been, it's like I Diagon Alley. It's right off Oxford. It's like one street back from Piccadilly and Oxford. Um, and you think you're walking through a Harry Potter movie. It is cool as can be. It, huh. Great stores and restaurants. But there's a little place called Dehesa, which I just can't believe him found it is. The best roasted meat and the best wine and the best grilled flatbread. You're going to love it. All right. I'll I'm give you another play. Wow. Yeah. 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 You in on that sounds thing? like we're all in on that. Well, but the, 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 I guess the point like. is, is now we've been there for a couple of years, and so yeah, I look forward to going learn. back, and they we, know. In fact, so I sent them an email. They're like, oh, yeah, we got your table set. I say, yeah, do we need a booking? I can call now on the show no, if we need to. Yeah, yeah no, I've got yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, you you, you kind of know right. that you've been there, and you're starting to become a little bit more comfortable with being there when you start to go to your regular places like Saturday night. Joe and I and Frank Frangie and some other guys that are hanging around the hotel and anybody that wants to go. Right close to our hotel is this little mall, and they have an, a, like an Asian place that has these dumplings. And so we all go there, and we, we literally just get a ton of dumplings. I think we probably order like 40 different orders of different kinds of is dumplings. Is Baselli there? Is that enough? Oh, yeah, he's there. <laughs> and uh, uh, he was there last year. I think he was there last year. And then after that, then we walk over to the milkshake place. It's a make-your-own-milkshake bar where you don't make it, but you tell them what you want in it. So, yeah, I mean, when you start to get to that yeah. point. Yeah, you feel comfortable. You know, then it. Uh, you and f- the Texans won't feel that comfortable there. And that's right. exactly that's where, right. where I was going that's with right. it. I mean, look, we. They're we, staying, like, we've way out of town, too, by the way. It. And then yeah. here they are coming in. They're going, well, oh, holy cow. Yeah. Where are they staying? At Penny Hill? No, they're, like, out, out east somewhere. Way out east. Oh, well, good for them. Somewhere. So, I don't know. Well, but hopefully they're that's not too far it. away that they want to go and have a party Friday night in London. <laughs> True. What was yeah. the name of the place um, for the Jaguars? Got it. Yeah, they, they need, to, they need yeah. to send. They need to put flyers into Texans yeah. players' rooms where they're going to be staying. Absolutely. At. Got some recommendations for you guys. Yeah. Um, so, recent history in yeah. this series, Texans Jaguars, uh, really the last decade has been all Texans. They've won 15 of the last 19 meetings against the Jags. Yeah, but you know, I was thinking about that this morning when I was standing in the shower, and and the thing that stood out to me was, but not since 17, right? They're they're. Two and three against them in the last five games since Doug Marone took over. And I'm one of those guys who loves history and, and, and can go back in time and give you records and matchups, but none of that matters. What matters is, is that in 17, they played really well against them. And then in 18, not so well. And then this year, their first game, they had a chance at the end to win. Right? With a rookie quarterback. With a right rookie there. quarterback. Making his first start ever. Now, you and I can debate, and I don't think we have. I thought that Jalen Ramsey's performance, again, not on the sideline, but against uh DeAndre Hopkins was if not the best one of the best three or four defensive performances by an individual defender in Jags history and I can go back to some of those great Tony Brackens games in 99 in Pittsburgh that game this year yeah yeah it was it was pretty amazing and and gave them a chance but the one the one thing that I remember about that game Jalen dropped an interception. Yeah, that, that could have changed the game. I was standing right there. Pick he six. would have run by me, and there was no one that would have stopped. So 
if you make that play, then I would agree with you. Right. It would have been the best. Would have been. It would have been the best. But I guess my point, my question to you is, they, how do you, how do you, how do you handle DeAndre Hopkins? I mean, you, great question. You don't have a guy like Ramsey that you can put out there for eighty percent of the snaps. No, and I, th- I think a lot of people think, oh, okay, well, AJ Boy is still a number one, yeah, number no. one guy, and and I, and he's a he's a good player. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, he's a really good player. And can you put him on Hopkins one on one like you did Jalen? No, no, no. By the way, it was tough for Jalen. He Doesn't was coming to the way. sideline sucking wind late in the game. Hopkins wears you out. Oh, he's a, he's a great player. Sure. So you can't you can't do that. There, there, there's always there's always two modes of thought when you're facing a great wide receiver, uh, as far as game planning wise. How do you take out a great wide receiver? Well, first thought is okay. We're going to take our best player and we're going to put our best player. On him. Easy. Jalen okay. Ramsey. Sure. DeAndre Hopkins. Get your popcorn ready. Years past. Mm-hmm. The other thought to that is, is that you take your best cornerback and you put it on their second best wide receiver, and then you put two guys on their best guy. And I think we're going to see a combination of the two working against DeAndre Hopkins for this game. And I think that because you're talking about a legitimate NFL MVP candidate and Deshaun Watson, You've got to mix it yeah, up on him. You're right. Mm-hmm. You've got to mix it up on him. And there's no Will Fuller, which gives, no. and he made some which plays down the field. Yeah, he made some plays down the field last time. Absolutely. People have forgotten. They're talking about no JJ Watt. He's a no great Deshaun player. Gibson, but Will Fuller. Will Fuller's a great player. Yeah, and I don't think they're going to have him. No. So, and is Kenny Stills a legitimate guy? And he's banged up too. I yeah, think they, he hasn't done anything. And he's a yet. he's a good player. If he's a good player, he's not a great player. And then then, then the great players are the ones that concern you. So I think Todd Wash will have. A lot of a lot of creative ways to approach this game. The last time these two teams played, DeAndre Hopkins was targeted. I want to say eleven times. Uh, Kenny Stills and Will Fuller were targeted seven combined. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just tells you how how they lean in that direction. Even when the good players are healthy, this week, I mean, they got to go to him. Although the tight end Fells has emerged. Caught a bunch of balls weeks. last yeah. week, and then the other one had uh, Andre Carter had a big catch last week, and and I think the one mystery. Of all of this, uh, so far has been Kiki QT. Where's he been at? Yeah, for the Texans, he really hasn't. They're been not running there. a jet sweep. I haven't seen it. And here's the reality: Deshaun Watson is gonna he's gonna stare down Hopkins. He doesn't care. Yeah, and they don't care. And that's his guy. And he's gonna hold on to the ball and give you opportunities to bring him down if you're rushing the yeah. passer well. And the Texans' offensive line is suspect. I don't do enough shows with him. Can I ask one more question? Do what you want to do, um, man. Josh Allen. Awesome. Um, as a person, too. I mean, I did. Oh, he's, he's the, the whole he's the whole pack. Arguably the best uh, rookie that I've ever seen. I came back from Nashville. Ever seen? Yeah. Really? For real. I've been in this league for 30, yeah. 30, 30 years. And I think he's one of the – he's arguably the best rookie I've ever been around as a player, as a broadcaster. Wow. Uh, and that, when I say the best, what do I mean by the best? Combination of – uh, the quality of the person, which is first rate, which is first rate, the quality of the player uh, and the quality of teammate. Yeah. And then you see how he is around his teammates. I'm just telling you, he's one of the best. My Not son, the best. My 15 year old son was in here with me yesterday afternoon and Josh was in here doing Jags Jam with you. He walked in afterwards because he saw my son in there and he was wearing a tie because he goes to Bishop Kenny mm-hmm. and he wanted to ask him, did you tie that yourself? Who taught you how to tie a tie? My grandfather. I mean, he just. Unannounced. Of course, my son's like this. You're Josh. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of person he is. The thing that amazes me is that he seems to have a, a wide variety of things that he can do on the field. And all I keep hearing is, yeah, but he doesn't know anything yet. He doesn't. So you tell me how much doesn't better. Have, 
How much better will he get in year two, three, and four? Oh, I can't wait. Are you as are you as amazed as Doug Marone appears to be? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, and what, I think what has impressed me the most by him, because he has it all. He has the physical gifts. He has uh, the want to, the desire, uh, the smarts. He's got all of that. But what I think really has impressed me that is just that's something that you just don't find, even in special athletes, is the stamina. The stamina to finish plays, the stamina to be as good in the fourth quarter as he is in the first quarter. That's what makes him special. And, and you know how, like, they've done studies on – and you're, you're, you like the bike and all that yeah, kind of stuff. And they've done studies on – the, the bikers that do the, the Tour de France and all that right. kind of thing. And, they, and they, that's why blood doping became such a prevalent deal and all that because the the, the desire to increase the stamina. The VO2 max, right, the well, ability for your body to process the oxygen. And some people just have that ability better than others. Yeah, Josh Allen's got it. I'm just telling you he's got that ability. And uh, he doesn't have pass rush moves yet. Right. He's just pass rushing as an athlete. He hasn't seen schemes enough to where he can say, okay, okay, I know what they're going to run here because of the formation, et cetera. When he gets all of that, yeah. look out. Well, he's right now, believe it or not, on track for the uh, record, the rookie record, single-season NFL rookie In record. In the NFL. Which is 14 and a half. Yeah, yeah he's going to make it here. I mean, he, Which he, is Javon Curse. 14 right? and a half in 99. Yeah. We saw that. Um, the freak. He, yeah, he is a freak in, in his own right. Uh, and I was thinking this the other day, or this morning as well. You know, we, we've seen some great running backs here. We you know, went from James Stewart to Fred Taylor to Maurice Jones-Drew to Lorna Fournette. We've had a hell of a run of defensive ends, too, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you, know, you and Brack. Yeah, thank and, you for and, throwing and, me in. Oh, there. yeah, and Reggie. And Reggie <laughs> but I'm talking, about Charitable. Pers- I'm talking about personalities, too. You know, Reggie. He's 26-best Jack. Re- Re- personality Reg- there with well, me, Brian. Reggie Hayward. <laughs> Reggie Hayward. Now you've got Calais, Josh, and Yannick, who are three guys that I enjoy. If you put those guys yeah. around a table at DeHesa on uh, – on Saturday afternoon, boy, it would be a fun conversation. And, they're, and they're very, all three of them are very different personalities. I know, but they're all know, great personalities. Very, very, I love it. Jan got the edge to him. Uh, Josh yeah. is kind of a wide-eyed rookie. Clay is the, the veteran mayor. You know, it's, it's pretty love cool it. to be around yeah. those three guys. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I, I can remember some conversations around a bottle of wine with you, too. So Back in the day. They, yeah, that's not mm. that far ago. Mm. Brian, we'll see you in London. Thanks for having me on. I Brian Sexton, host of uh, co-host of Jaguars Drive Time, oh, our senior yeah. senior correspondent, and you, uh, Reggie Hayward's a new guest each week, right? Yes, yeah. I'm an odophile, which means I like wine. I'll be at the Hesa. Come find me. Odophile. Odophile. <laughs> I didn't know there was such a spell term. it. O e d p h i l e. I think. Probably edophile. No I don't know. It just means I like wine. Well, watch the P. Don't put a P in front of that. I knew you said Jaguars happy wine. hour. Red wine in a bottle. Jaguars digital network. <laughs> Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. 
Be the MVP of your next tailgate with the official wing of the Jacksonville Jaguars from Dick's Wings and Grill. Whether at the stadium or cheering from home, game day every day with Dick's 365 wing varieties, burgers, wraps, and more. And for somewhere to catch all the sports action, Dick's Wings and Grill's 23 area locations have been a local fan favorite for more than 20 years. For the best wings, ice-cold craft beer, and best fans, feed where the big cats feast. Visit Dick'sWingsAndGrill.com for a location nearest you. Proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa debit card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSP, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like working outdoors and want better pay and benefits? Superior Fence and Rail is seeking full-time fence installers who can provide first-class customer service. Recognized as a best place to work on the First Coast, they'll train you to work with their professional team and provide you with all the tools you'll need to be a top-notch installer. Get off the fence. Call Superior Fence and Rail today and start your career. SuperiorFenceAndRail.com At ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates. Saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. This Jaguar season, how would you like an all-inclusive air-conditioned suite for your tailgate? Mike Dempsey here for Party Shack. It's a turnkey setup that means no prep on your end. You can host clients, staff, and friends to catered food sponsored by Publix with a full bar, top deck roof lounge, and best of all, air-conditioned comfort with two TVs in each suite. So take your whole office or group of friends to the top-of-the-line Jaguars tailgate experience. Book your company's Party Shack suite right now at jacksvillage.com. jacksvillage.com. It all goes back to the little things and how bad do we want to win and knowing that uh, this is a must-win a must-win game for us. Leonard Fournette calling it a must-win this week at Wembley. Welcome back. Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman, Ashlyn Sullivan. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Joins us. Hi, Ashlyn. I'm not used to this corner. A whole oh, you're new, all, always on this side, I know. Aren't you? A whole That's new right. world over you want here. Trade? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. I'll just I'll get used to it. Right. Give me a few minutes. Must win. <laughs> From Leonard Fournette, and you know we're all we're in the locker room yesterday, kind of getting the the vibe of this game at Wembley. It's a lot of questions about the trip and all that, but big division game, Ashland, and against a team that's already got you. If you get behind zero and two against these guys, and then you got the road division games coming up, this is, it feels like a game they have to have, and they know that too. Yeah, I mean, if you were not to get this win this week, everything has to work out perfectly in your favor the second half of the season. We all know it doesn't work like that. And it was must-wins last week against the Bengals. week before that, they got it done. Now I think – I'm sorry, but the Jets and the Bengals. Yes. Sorry, I'm all over the place. Yes. Uh, but two must-win games, they got it done. This is even more so a must-win. 
And this is a this is a big game because in my mind because the last two games you should have won. Right. This is a game that okay you don't look at it and go okay this is a gimme. No. This should be this right. should be a W. This is a challenging game, and uh, and I think this is the kind that you need to get if you're going to be division champ. And obviously because it's a division game, but this is the level of competition that you need to start taking your game up to. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, can they run the ball this week? If they have to. I know the Texans are good against it. It's a great question, and I think the Texans are going to miss J.J. Watt uh, because he is a very, very good player against the run. Uh, But D.J. Reader, Angelo Blackson, Carlos Watkins, Brandon Dunn, they're they're pretty good. I think what the Texans are in a little bit of a a pickle, though, they have a guy by the name of Charles Omenahu who is J.J.'s replacement. Mm -hmm. And I watched the film of him against the Raiders last week when J.J. went out, he goes in, and he's got a knee brace on his left leg, and he doesn't even look like that he can play well enough to protect himself. So I don't know what they're going to do, and, and, I, and I'm literally I'm tweaking. This is my board for the game day broadcast, and I, every, we all we all seen it before. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so the Texans have made some roster changes. They have like 12 defensive backs now on the roster. And I'm looking at them on film going, they need to get a defensive lineman in. Because the guy that, that's expected to take over for J.J. Watt, he's not ready to go. And what are they going to do, play a corner at defensive line? Doesn't work that way. It no. was interesting. We were talking to the Texans guest this week, and he was saying um, how J.J. Watt hasn't really gotten the stats and everything and the sacks to show how a – Four dom- sacks before he got hurt. Right, what a dominant player he is. But he was saying how great he's playing against the run and how that's the biggest thing that's going to hurt them. Mm. He, he's you disagree. Pretty, I think he's pretty good against the run. <laughs> but J.J. Watt, watching the film on him this year, he has taken a huge step back. Mm-hmm. A huge step back. I mean, we're talking about a three-time defensive MVP. Yes. I mean, so the expectations right. that we have for J.J. are, are way up here. Is, is he even close to being up here this year prior to the injury, the torn pectoral? No. He's, you know, he's, still, he's still one of the better players in the league. But the – the Texans are going to miss him tremendously. But what the Texans have missed even more, or will miss even more, is Clowney. Yeah. Clowney was their most disruptive player on defense over everywhere. the last couple years. Yeah. He gave them a lot of flexibility. They lined him up at multiple positions. He was an offensive coordinator's nightmare. J.J. Watt, for the last two years, he has not been that. Yeah, uh, Clowney was all when, when he was finally healthy because he was banged up a lot early in his career when he was finally healthy. The last he two guy. years, though, oh, it legit. was about Clowney no doubt. when you were putting a game plan together. I agree with that. Uh, we heard from Leonard at the start there. Um, the red zone and goal-to-go issues have, have been an issue now for this team a lot of the year. Certainly the red zone, we've seen the goal-to-go stuff. And you saw a little bit of frustration from Leonard after that toss to the right last week. A little? Uh, a, a lot, in fact. His numbers inside the five this year, four carries for minus six yards. He does have a touchdown. Uh, it's got to be a little frustrating for him because when they drafted him, Tom Coughlin told him, We're gonna, you're going to get in the end zone. You know, He hasn't done that much this year, one time. But he seems like, and we've talked about this on a bunch of different shows, Ashlyn. You, you went to New Orleans with him. He seems like a different mindset guy that he can kind of fight through some of that adversity and maybe the second half of the season power through. Yeah, and I mean, I don't blame him because he is a running back. He wants to score touchdowns. He's great blocking and all of that, but he's a running back. He wants to score touchdowns, so I don't blame the frustration. I think it's perfectly fine if he gets frustrated with that. I don't think we should expect really anything else. I think he's definitely made a turn in the right direction, 
we've seen positive movement, but if he wasn't getting frustrated, I think I'd be a little skeptical because be a problem, right? he's a competitor. He wants yeah. to score touchdowns. I don't see anything wrong with that. And there's a way to be frustrated and not be a jerk about it, too, right. which we've seen others go over the line around here at times. Yeah, you, know? you think? You know? <laughs> hey, so, I, look, I, I'm yeah. not mad at Leonard Fournette for his reaction after that toss play at the six-inch line. Yeah. What was I doing in the booth? Freaking out. <laughs> Why are they tossing the ball to the right? <laughs> doing? Running straight ahead at six inches. Come on. What are you doing? Yeah, there was a lot of that on the sidelines. Like, what are you doing? Right, right. If Leonard Fournette didn't do that, I would have been I would have been hot at him. Right. right. You know, I mean, you're kidding me. In man. general though, how do they get better in those situations? Goal to go, man. Offensive lineman got to do a better job blocking, and I think you need to be more creative. As an offensive coordinator, when I say more creative, more creative doesn't mean you run a toss <laughs> from the six-inch line. Right. There's some other goal line run plays that are that are very well designed, and I think that they'll incorporate some of them. Uh, but but I do know one thing: you've got to when you have a big back, and, and I'm going to go back to two goal line plays because one of them was in Cincinnati when you didn't make it and you turned it over on downs at the one when you did this quick shift and then you cheated Leonard Fournette up closer to the quarterback. And then you hand it off to him going straight ahead like he's in a fullback position, and it gives him no ability to go anywhere but straight ahead. And straight ahead two ways, either powering through or up and over at the top. Look, I mean, look, I'm not saying that Leonard Fournette is a great back at reading holes because he's a power back. But you got to give him a little bit of lead way to go here, here, or here, and then also a little bit more creative instead of just, um, we're going to go straight ahead and pound your head against the wall. Right. You know, but that doesn't mean you throw the toss. You know, so uh, I think they can be better. And I think they will be better. Yeah, there's some football left. So needless because to say, what, you didn't one, like the toss. No, that's one of the reasons why the red zone efficiency <laughs> really? is down. Those two plays, you know, and run stuff like that, it's not good. Yeah. So, uh, Schlin, you've been to um, Ashland. I'm sorry. I call you Schlin in, my in the office. Yeah. But um, how many London trips is this for you now? Two. This is the Only second my one. Second. Yep. Okay. What did you, what was the, what is your favorite part of the trip itself? Uh, I really didn't year. know what to expect going into it last year. I was told it's cold. I'd never seen London before. I think the biggest thing I took away was the Jaguar fan base there. I mean, when we rolled up to practice Friday, and these stands were full of Jaguars fans that watch our stuff all the time. And I had no idea that existed in London. I mean, more so than even here in Jacksonville. People were referencing things we talk about on shows. It, it was it was so cool to see how in touch they were so far away. It's amazing that they, they really are. The the fans over there are they're watching us mm-hmm. right now. I mean, they're mm-hmm. watching things that we do, and it's, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. And I wanted to go back to Leonard Fournette just, for, oh, yeah, just sure. for a minute because in that game last week, and he had the big 66-yard run, and it was a great job blocking, and Leonard hits it perfectly. And after that, he was pretty much held in control. Mm-hmm. And – but the one thing I think that I, I've got to mention that he was so good at, his pass protection in that game was unbelievable. The, uh, the one play was a third and eight, and Minshew scrambles it and then converts the first down. Fournette's the one that picks up the blitzing linebacker, and the linebacker's coming with some bad intentions. And, and Leonard shows up w- with even worse intentions <laughs> and meets Cashman, the linebacker, and smacks him in the mouth. And smacks him in the mouth three times and allows Minshew to scramble and get the first down. The long play to Conley for 70 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Fournette is on the right side of Minshew. And I've been trying to paint this picture for people. Fournette's on the right side of Minshew. And they're running basically a fake 39. Which 39 is 
the three is the running back, and the nine is the nine hole all the way out to the left side. So Minshew's going to fake this handoff underneath to Fournette going that way. So Fournette has to execute this fake handoff. Well, there's a blitzing defensive back coming off the outside, which is Jamal Adams. Fournette sees that he's coming and knows that they don't have a blocker for him. So it's not like in my playbook, okay, Leonard Fournette says, okay, when we run fake 39 pass, that I run the fake no matter what, and, well, if there's a blitzer coming on backside, I go ahead and and I peel off and I block him. That's not in the playbook. Mm -hmm. He does this on his own to stay and and to protect and blocks Jamal Adams. Oh, and by the way, it allows Minshew to extend the play and then all of a sudden find Conley for 70 yards and a touchdown. The small things that Fournette is doing this year that he had even not even an inkling of trying to do in past years is simply amazing to me. Pass protection, certainly in the receiving game, you've seen that too. And, and he's he was the leading a, receiver last week. Right. Six, yeah, I mean, but a lot fantastic. of it goes unnoticed, especially yeah. when fans are looking at his lack of touchdown. They're That's saying, right. Look, I was nothing. one of his biggest critics last year, and he deserved every bit of it. Mm-hmm. And, and look uh, – when you're doing bad, I'm going to say you're doing bad. When you're doing good, I'm going to be the first one to tell you you're doing good and say you're doing good. And he, is, he has been awesome this year. As much of a thrill as it is, as we were talking earlier with Brian Sexton about Josh Allen, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as much as a thrill as it is to be around Josh Allen and to watch him, it might, might even be a bigger thrill watching the transformation of Leonard Fournette from last year to this year. But nothing short of amazing. All right, Ashlyn, we'll see you on the plane. I'll uh, buy you a pint Saturday, and we'll see you at Wembley on Sunday. I'll hold you to that. <laughs> Ashlyn Sullivan. It's on the record. <laughs> Jaguars reporter with us. Back with more in a moment. We'll wrap it up after this. This is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. I'm Jacksonville Jaguars General Manager Dave Calder. Did you know you can ride your bike to our home games and valet park for free? That's right. Stop by our check-in tent sponsored by Alert Today, Alive Tomorrow, and an on-duty ZenCog bike professional will park your bike and ensure it's secure during the game. When the game is over, return your claim ticket to pick up your bike. For cycling safety tips, visit alerttodayflorida.com. Remember, Alert Today, Alive Tomorrow, because safety doesn't happen by accident. Go Jags! Ford's SUV season is here. If you're looking for the brand with more SUVs on the road today, get a Ford. If you're looking for hands-free tech and spacious seating, get a Ford. And if you're looking for the best deal of the season, get a Ford during SUV season. But hurry, these deals won't last long. Get to your local Ford dealer or learn more at buyfordnow.com. Based on IHS market total vehicles and operation as of October 2018 for all CUV and SUV segments. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. 
DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Be the MVP of your next tailgate with the official wing of the Jacksonville Jaguars from Dick's Wings and Grill. Whether at the stadium or cheering from home, game day every day with Dick's 365 wing varieties, burgers, wraps, and more. And for somewhere to catch all those sports action, Dick's Wings and Grill's 23 area locations have been a local fan favorite for more than 20 years. For the best wings, ice-cold craft beer, and best fans, feed where the big cats feast. Visit dickswingsandgrill.com for a location nearest you. Proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. At ViStar, we believe in better. Better convenience. So members can bank any way they want. Whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Jaguars Happy Hour continues. Coming up at Daly's Place, November 8th, Sting. Sarah Borellis, November 22nd. Meet and Grease with Danny and Sandy, John Travolta, and Olivia Newton-John. That's December 15th. Tickets available at dailiesplace.com. Welcome back. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman. Jaguars happy hour. Final moments before the team heads to London. The uh, Doug Marone Show coming up in just a few minutes. The, uh, the Jags headed over for the seventh consecutive season to play this game. It's an AFC South matchup, of course, this year. The Jags played the Colts a couple years ago in the AFC South. They'll play the Texans this time around. Uh, the standings, uh, well, the Colts lead the way in the AFC South currently. Texans second, Jags third, Tennessee at the bottom. It's the only division in football logs where every team is 500 or better right now. Then does, does that make this division better than anybody else? No. The NFC West, I think, has better... One, two, three teams, mm. you know, uh, 49ers, Seahawks, uh, the Rams. And pretty the, good. The Cardinals aren't, you know, they're hanging in there. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. You know, that's a pretty, pretty good, good division as well. Uh, you know, if they're, they're not first, they're, the AFC South's a close second to bat, I think. Well, I think I think the, the AFC South, the one thing that uh, that is happening this year is the quarterback play has elevated. Uh, think about it. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, many people thought that the quarterback play in Indianapolis was going to go down, and Jacoby Brissett's doing a great job. Right. Deshaun Watson's playing at an MVP level. The Jaguars have a rookie who is created a mania across the world that is pretty incredible. And then the Titans have gotten better quarterback play recently because they've taken a recycled quarterback and – benched another one, and T- Tanny Hill's doing a pretty good job. And Mariota well. uh, was on a short lease all, all season for, for the most part. And so they've gotten better quarterback play in Tennessee. So that's a big reason as to why these teams are all at 500 or better. The games this week in the AFC South, of course, the Texans and Jaguars coming up at Wembley this Sunday, 5-3 and three Texans, 4-4 four and four Jags. That's a 9.30 a.m. Eastern time start. That's 2.30 in London. Titans are at the Panthers this week in Charlotte, 1 o'clock kickoff time. The Colts and the Steelers, 1 o'clock at Heinz Field, Pittsburgh. Uh, so there's a look at the AFC South schedule this week. Yeah, the one good thing about that is that both the Titans and the Colts are on the road. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, and look, the, the Panthers got hammered last week by the 49ers. They're going to be looking to change the, the script a little bit. The Pittsburgh Steelers got by the Miami Dolphins. Um, I, I don't know what to make of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I really don't. Uh, they've got they've got some talent on defense, but as a football team, they're just not they're not performing to the level that they should. Mainly because the quarterback play is not where it needs to be. And uh, once the Jaguars get Nick Foles back, I'd be calling the Pittsburgh Steelers up saying, "Hey, you want your quarterback back? Give us our draft pick back. We'll give you your quarterback back, Josh Dobbs." Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. but um, trade deadlines. Done past logs. I mean, come I on. know it's past. That's why I, I've been a big proponent of the trade deadline needs to be week twelve. Move it back a little bit. Make it interesting. Absolutely. Right? Hmm. Why not? Why not? I'm with you. Or can't you maybe? Could you like nullify the trade instead? Of, where it's not really wouldn't be a trade. You can just say, well, you know that trade that we did before. We're going to nullify it, so it wouldn't officially be a trade. To get I, back, I like where you're thinking, but that'd be a little difficult. Uh, you know, just trying to make it happen. Here's the Change up, the rules a little bit. The remaining schedule for the Jaguars, as we've mentioned throughout, it's uh, this month, the, the November games, three games in four weeks, including a bye, all in the division, all away from Jacksonville, the London game this week, the bye next week, and then on the road at the Colts, at the Titans. If you can manage through that, then you might be at the top of the division, first of all, and then you have three home games in December. Can you imagine coming back to TIA Bank if you win the next three games and you're coming back at home to play an in-state rival with with maybe a division lead? I mean, that would be incredible. It would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, what an environment December 1st, I guess, with some so, With some great games. I mean, the Raiders, I think, is going to be a good football game. Uh, getting the Colts at home to, to cap the season off would be big. Uh, the Raiders on the road. Eh, Chargers, I think it's going to be interesting. They fired their offensive coordinator. Ken Wisenhunt is now out, and they let the quarterback coach take over as the play caller with the L.A. Chargers, and I can't believe I actually got it right. L.A. Chargers. Wow. Finally, like a year after they moved. It's only it's like three years later. Yeah, <laughs> right, a couple whatever. years God, later. I always did that. I'm it happens. still saying San Diego Chargers. It happens. Uh, here's a look at some of the events coming up this weekend. In London, it's going to be a busy schedule. The uh, Allianz Park practice on Friday. The uh, It's closed now, the registration to attend that practice on Friday, but the Jags will stretch their legs a bit at the home of Saracens Rugby Club on Friday. Saturday, a meet and greet at JD Sports on Oxford Street down in Soho. That's at 12.30 until 4.30. Fulham Football Club at home against Hull City. It's a 3 o'clock kickoff time at Craven Cottage. And then at 5.30, join us at the Union Jacks Pub Party with Leica Mobile at the Admiralty Pub on Trafalgar Square. I'll be there. Special guests will be there. It'll be a lot of fun. Always is every Saturday night before the Jags play at Wembley each season. So I hope you'll join us if you're making the trip over to London or if you're already there or if you live there and you're a Jags fan, come join us for all the events. Mm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I can't wait for game day, though. I mean, in, in years past, it's always been I can't look, I can't wait until we have the events that we're going to be going to. Now I'm like, it's all about the, the game. game, man. It's, it's the biggest the Jaguars game, game they've game. had there. You it's know, a huge game. Yeah, huge game. And uh, by the way, have you, have you you've been eat, changing your diet? Your hair looks like it's growing. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, we'll we'll find out. I'm 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 
It's going fast. Yeah, you've been eating well. I can tell because <laughs> it, it, it's actually grown while we've been on the it's air. It's amazing. Just wait until the Doug Marone show. Have you been show. taking those miracle pills? <laughs> Just wait until the Doug Marone show. That's coming up next on the Jaguars Radio Network. Thanks to our entire crew, Brian Sexton, Ashton Sullivan, for jumping in. For uh, Jeff Lagerman, I'm J.P. Shadrick. We'll uh, talk to you next time. It's uh, Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.